Hello, you are listening to On The Topic Podcast, and this week I might be dropping the C-bomb for the first time in four years. I'm Dan. That's too long. And I, I no doubt I'm <laughs> going to be spitting feathers. I'm Alex. And, well, before we get into uh, this week's Volume 2, Get In The Sea, what grinds your gears, um, I've been down, we've been a couple of weeks since each other. What have you been up to? Uh, what have I been up to? So we've had my other half's family over from Ireland. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we went for some day trips to Winchester and London, um, which was quite nice. Obviously, we were, we've had a glorious heat wave. Yeah. Maybe perhaps it went on for too long, because some of the... The rants we've got for what grinds your gears 2022 a lot of them are heat related oh, right. and i think it's probably got a lot of people head up as well um but i mean that's it really so i'm back to work enjoying life uh been on a bit of a netflix docuseries binge oh, right. uh, i mean all of these grinded my gears to some extent so oh. just in theme of the episode hmm uh, so first up, we've got Untold. So these are all on Netflix. Highly recommend people check them out. Untold, the girlfriend who didn't exist. Oh, right. It follows the life and career of all-American Notre Dame. It's not Notre Dame. I can't remember how it's pronounced in America. It, it's, the, it's the French spelling. Okay, yeah. Football player Manti Teo. And explores how a clandestine online relationship threatened both his career and legacy. And it's proper catfish stuff. Is it? This person pretty much always ruins his career. So he loses his grandmother. And then this catfish decides, well, do you know what? I need I need to stop carrying on with this. I need to kill this character off that I'm being. Yeah. And he goes on TV and he says, you know, I've lost my grandmother. I've lost my partner the same day. I mean, I don't, I don't get this stuff, Alex. Like, why would you be in a relationship with someone that you've never met before? Mm. But anyway, and then all of a sudden, it comes to light that this person is still alive. Oh, and they think he's the batshit crazy one, even though he's oh, been right. dicked around. So proper oh, wow. catfish stuff. Don't know where Max and Eve were at the time, but okay, phenomenal stuff. Yeah. Uh, next up, we've got Britney versus Spears, which is a documentary that follows, of course, Britney Spears yes. and her life over several years of her career and her conservatorship. Hmm. How in hell does this woman have a conservatorship? I mean, it has ended now, thank God, but for 13 years when she's still writing her own albums, yeah. teaching her dancers to do the choreography and dance and stuff, I don't get it. Well, she... I don't know too much about it. I only know the Britney... The Free Britney, Britney movement, mm. which is surface stuff, but she seemed to have still everything that she needed to, to, to go about her daily life. She didn't seem impaired. No. So it's very odd how it, it started and then how it how it remained in place. Now, I don't understand too much about, you know, the legal sides of guardianship and the rest of it, but it just does seem real, really odd that someone could take advantage of... Mm. Of, a, of, of an adult like that is really quite scary and there were a lot of people in that conservatorship making a lot of money from it yeah lots of bank I think it was especially her dad you know yeah. bloke's a weapon um, mm. but yeah a, that's a good watch um, very interesting uh, another one was Trainwreck Woodstock 99 ah I've seen this advertised now people wax lyrical about Woodstock don't they say oh it was amazing yeah uh, 66 was it? it was 69 69 so sorry, it was yeah. like a, a peace festival because yeah. of Vietnam and mm-hmm. everything that was going on at the time so but it wasn't it wasn't everything it was made out to be was it? 
69 was. So oh, it was right. very much like the peace movement. Let's drink and smoke a load of weed and like watch people like... Uh, Jimi Hendrix. Jimi Hendrix play. Yeah. So it was very chilled out. 99, however, was oh. a fucking car crash. Was it? It's horrendous. Um, definitely watch it. So, I mean, obviously you're okay. thinking generation on 30 years later. Uh, and now you're getting bands like Corn, Limp Biscuit, Red Hot Chili Peppers. I mean, these bands aren't about love war. Yeah, yeah. Love anti-war and peace and all that stuff. They're all about angst and anger and yeah. venting and you've got basically like jocks and teenagers young adults who are feeding off this energy and of course it all sort of builds up and gets a bit it, it's mad and what really grinds my gears about it is the people that ran the event they take no ownership of the riots the rapes it's fucking horrendous. Oh, it was lawless. It's, it's oh, wow. so bad. I mean, you can see Fred Durst, he's an egotistical bastard. Mm. He's really feeding off the energy of that crowd. And of course, he's going to keep riling them up. And of course, after Limp Biscuit played, where does that energy go? Into the crowd, fighting mm. and, and the rest of it. Wow. Exactly. It's Bleak. phenomenal. And the last one was the most hated man on the internet. Hmm. It's a three-part Netflix docuseries that covers the story of Hunter Moore. Does he ring any bells? Yeah, I've heard of Hunter. Is that is this? There's a couple of people who. It's more than a couple of people who hate him in America. But is this the the pharmaceuticals guy? Is this a different one? No, this is about a guy that's up a website called Is Anyone Up? Oh right. And it's a pornographic, or it was a pornographic site based on stolen and hacked photos. Oh. And the struggle to take the website down, and of course he. Um, decided to hack the wrong person and the mother is just fierce and she's taking these people down and of course Hunter's got his own following like the I think they're called like the family batshit crazy they were doing anything for him supporters of yeah wow if he if he put something up like a, a tweet on Twitter and said I want you to go punch yourself in the face people would film it and do it no just insane that is odd like Hunter Moore I'm dropping the C-bomb now he's a legit cunt Wow. Horrendous. Um, Straight out the doors. Just, I mean, check them out. These are fantastic docuseries. So me and my wife had that week off after mm. a family came over and we're like, what should we do? Let's just watch a load of Netflix documentaries. So okay. there it is. I recommend them. That's what I've been up to. What about you, Alex? Um, family holiday, Dan. So we uh, went over to... Um, our neighbours in France had a bit of a, mm. bit of a trip. Well, I went to Geneva first. Flew Geneva, trained it over to uh, Lyon. Lovely city, Lyon. Beautiful. I can hugely recommend if you haven't been there, if our listeners are considering it. It's not. It's the second biggest city in France behind Paris. Uh, one of the biggest football teams as well, if I recall. Probably. Well, they used to be big, I yeah. remember they used to rinse League One all the time. Mm. Um, but it's not Paris Saint Germain. But um, it's a it's a lovely city, lovely food, lovely people. Uh, it's it is wonderful stuff. Then we went down to Cannes and to Nice on the Côte d'Azur. So uh, yes, um, fully refreshed and uh, back for some uh, some lovely time relevant delicious podcasting. Mm, lovely. And don't mind me, I've been on the red. I just dropped my mic. So, um, so yes, this week um, I've already kind of. Well, you already guessed if you clicked on uh, on the episode, guys. But um, this week, Dan, this is volume two of What Grinds Your Gears. Mm, we've had to slap a double E on it. It's going to be that bad. Yeah. Um, 
it's going to be quite sweary. Um, Dan's already gone hardcore <laughs> straight out of the gates. So if you're still listening and you're okay with it, good. But I mean, you have to be warned. Uh, we're not going to put a spoiler warning in there for or swearer, sweary warning because um, well, you've you've already missed the boat. But yeah, it's uh, we've got quite a few people got in touch actually. We did. They, a lot of things. A lot of things upset a lot of people. And this is why I like these episodes because actually we can get the niche to the common and we can get involved and, and, and hear what you guys have to think. I'd actually highly highly recommend listening to last year's volume as well. So Ling- the first time I think I'd ever heard you drop the C bomb. Which is odd because it is a favourite word of mine. But <laughs> yes, um, uh, it'll be um, in the description below. So go and have a listen first and see uh, see what we got up to then. But um, yeah, we've got uh, well, I've got another eight to light eight Ooh. from uh, from when I put the feelers out. And you've got how many was it, Dan? I've got seven. Okay, so, or so I can I might merge 15? two of them together. Okay. Um, so we've got a fair amount from listeners, and then we've got our own. So uh, should we kick off with what what grinds our gears, Dan? What grinds our gears? Well, yeah. I'm going to kick it off. Yeah. Flies. All oh, right. Those buzzy little wankers, you know, those little things that come in from the garden. I they, do know them. They get in through your kitchen door or yeah. your window. They buzz around for fucking ages. They try to fly into you. They land on your food. They do. You know, you know where they've been as well. Yeah, they've been um, on dog shit. Probably. Yeah, hundred percent. We um, we we have fruit in the house, which is always a good thing to promote healthy eating and the rest of it. Love a banana um, and an apple and yeah strawberries this is the thing Dan if you don't wash your fruit properly and in the summer there's fruit larvae sometimes on them and if you you leave your fruit out the the eggs mature and then they hatch little brown flies Mm. now gents you know what I'm talking about out there Dan knows about this if you go into the the gents toilets in a pub oh god what, what do you see that's from the insect world it's just those little brown little fucking brown fuckers um, they're attracted to sugar in your wee that you have when you drink beer. Lovely. Well, those, not the same ones for the toilet, but unless <laughs> these little brown flies are flying around my fucking kitchen. And we cooked dinner the other week. And um, uh, this is really boring, like, sounds like a middle-aged story, but bear with me, listener. Um, I left it out, cooled down, ate our dinner, came back, and there was like four or five of the fuckers just sat there. So I went to go and put a tin full on the way, put it back into the fridge. I was like, I can't eat now. Because the fuckers have been eating my dinner, mm. God knows what, I had to put it in the bin. After straw. Savage. Such a waste. But yeah, I fucking hate them. Just repulsive little bastards. And what's more annoying, you can open a door wider or a window. No, they don't want to go. They, they sort of, they get there and you're like, yes, that's it. You, you're getting there. Go on. You fucking prick. They and choose, he's done a U-turn. They choose violence every single time. <laughs> which is usually their untimely end. Uh, i tell you what was terrifying over the summer when it was really hot um, the first time. I'm sort of going back to, Ju- I think it was the end of July. Hmm. So we've got um, a chimney breast in, or well, two of them in our house, but they're both boarded up and they've got like a small vent in them. So whoever lived there before would sort of taken the chimney, like the, they'd covered up the, the bit where you set the fire, I guess, basically. Yeah. Something had died in our chimney because there were fucking flies coming out of this little vent. And I came home from work one afternoon for for lunch and they were swarming around. It was terrifying. So I had to tape it all up. I'm spraying like fly spray up in there. It took about three days to finally clear them off. But it was genuinely quite horrific. 
something like out of a horror film. Yeah, man. They're all like, you can see them just like trying to pile out of the little, like, grate. It's disgusting. That's, that's gross. You sure you, you sure haven't got a dead body hidden behind the wall? I mean, it's not a dead body. I mean, it could be a dead rat or a mouse. I don't yeah. know, they sort of lurk. If it's chimney, houses. something could have fallen down and made yeah. it untimely end. I'm sure there was some scratching around in there a few months ago, but... I had a yeah, flat once actually and um, it was in the kitchen and the floorboards didn't meet the wall and um, it, again it was summer um, quite a few years ago now and there were flies just you could see them climbing out of this hole where it met the floor on the wall and then flying off in, in the room and there were loads of the fuckers oh. and so I had to try and get um, as you, you know, bug spray but I sprayed too much and didn't open a window did I uh -oh. so I started to like choke myself out. <laughs> choke myself out by the insect spray um, and I had to then fill it up myself before then it wasn't working because these, these arseholes were still getting through the gaps because mm. of course they're insects and then I had to get um, get landlord out to actually properly sort the floor out but I mean I, I never knew what the cause was nor did I want to but yeah man they they get everywhere they're horrible just little bastards so that's that's my first thing nice and simple and then we'll get into the real nitty gritty after your first one Alex yeah okay um, by the way we are face to face again today we are it's lovely and uh, it's nice to hear the, the wildlife outside you've got seagulls fucking barking again Yeah, and look guys it's not in the room these mics are particularly good the lapel mics mm. um, but I found because I, I, I work upstairs and I'll be talking about work in a second it's my first grandma gears uh -oh. and there's uh, a couple of young Seagulls? I yeah. don't know what they're called. Useful seagulls? <laughs> anyway, they're not, I haven't got the white feathers yet. They've got the speckles of, of brown. Uh, and one of them keeps on flying around, squawking in the air like a dragon. Before <laughs> then it lands, looking for its parents, I guess, to be fed. This is real-life Game of Thrones, ladies it, and gents. It really is. A new series is out. I haven't seen it. No, I don't the know if I'm keen. Apparently good reviews. I've seen the trailer for Lord of the Rings as well. Same. That looks quite good. Female orcs, apparently. Yeah. Mm. Check it out. Yeah. I'll check them both out. Why not? Uh, but no, we're talking not about, not about dragon speaking here in the background. No. Um, so this is, I guess, for the last two and a half years, right? Since, mm. since we've, we, in the whole world, we've all been working from home or locked down if we can, or remote, remotely communicating. So when I talk about this, this is in a work context, but I guess you could have it if you were FaceTiming friends or doing house. We did a couple of house parties, didn't we? Yeah. The app house parties where it's basically video calling, but you have people. Very early on. People well, trying. we thought it was going to be like two, three weeks. I know, right? Longest two, three weeks of my life. Yeah, how naive oh, we were. Um, this is, Dan, about all about people not muting themselves on video calls. Oh, this is a, a bane of my life as well. So working for a corporation mm. where... You have to talk to a lot of people. It's a bugaboo. It's bloody irritating. How difficult is it if you're not talking, put yourself on fucking mute? Yeah. Because there's often been a case, and there's there's been we have the these daily calls where you have something from 10, 15, 20 people on a call, and everyone takes it in turns to give updates, etc. Uh, it's a daily stand-up for those who 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 know what they are or, or have them in their organisation. But the principle is, you always have one person and I won't swear about it because they are my colleagues and I do love them dearly um, but you have one person who invariably is out walking a dog or having a bowl of cereal oh. or I don't know boiling the kettle and all you hear is that noise that and, noise. and they've turned the camera off because of course they're doing other stuff and that's fine I'm not distracted but leave, leave it on mute look mm. people forget right but it's always happening and you suddenly get this deafening bark in your ear 
or this roaring sound of a boiling <laughs> kettle. I don't fucking need that. Put yourself yeah. on mute. And where we're back in the offices now, so we hybrid work. So mm. where I work, the pandemic sort of pushed us into allowing us to sort of go between the two, which yeah. is great. I love the best of both worlds. Gives you some flexibility, doesn't it? Yeah, pros yeah. and cons to both. But do you know what? I enjoy it. Um, when I am in the office, I mean, the microphones on our headsets or whatever we use are quite sensitive. So, you know, obviously, yes. technology's quite good now. If you've got another department in front of you that's oh, going yeah, rah, yeah, rah, yeah. rah, 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 that's being picked up on the microphone. Totally. No one wants to hear that. Mm-mm. Get in the seat. I had that the other day, actually. I was in the office and someone was saying, sorry, Alex, I can't actually hear you. Someone next to you having a really loud conversation. They weren't, of course, but microphones are so good these mm. days. And the, the noise suppression obviously was thinking it was me, it wasn't, wasn't the person next to me. So I had to move. So I had to move to a different different part of the office. Oh. I was a bit of fucking home. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. 100%. Put yourself on fucking mute because I don't need to hear you chomping your, your, your breakfast or your dog growling a, a squirrel whilst you're out for a walk. <laughs> Put yourself on mute and do your fucking work. That's my first one, Dan. Yeah, no, I can get on board with that. Uh, it's the, the real nitty gritty now. Oh, scalpers. Yeah. So for, for those for those who don't know this term, there might be a couple of them out there. What is a scalper, Dan? And why do you know about them? So, I mean, I've been sort of torn with the idea of getting a PS Five. Okay, Sony's getting some good exclusives. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I want to play Spider Man. I want to play Miles Morales, the Final Fantasy VII remake. Because none of these are going to hit the Xbox One. Ah, uh-uh. no chance. So I've been sort of toying with the idea. And obviously they're still quite hard to come by. So you start looking at other avenues. And then you've got these people on the internet. They buy maybe three or five at retail price. Yep. And then they sell them for a big fucking profit. So mm. for example, you know, you're looking at about £449 for a PlayStation 5 these days. Yep. They're selling them for... 550, 600, maybe 750 quid. And that's cheap. When they originally released, it was double that figure. Yeah, you're talking thousands. And this is when, you know, there was a, a global shortage because of, I'm, I'm not sure if you're aware, Dan, but the reason why the console market struggled in the last two years because of the chips. It's difficult to make the chips because yeah. the chips are made out of materials where some mine in Africa has slowed down production. Um, I think it's cobalt or, or something in, in them, which means that um, you can't get your graphics cards. Mm. So it affects, it affects the PC market. And scalpers are also then taking like the, thing, the NVIDIA, latest NVIDIA or Alienware graphics cards. You can tell I don't know too much about it, but they, it was affecting a lot of the gaming industry because these chips were in everything. And so those who get hold of them, you're right, would just hike up the price because yeah. people like you and me would be so desperate to, to, to have a console or to want to be able to get involved, play games with your mates or have those experiences that they were having to yeah to pay over the odds. It's just insane. It's the same with CEX. There you go, they grind my gears. You know, you can, I've, as I mentioned. Yeah, that you know, place ain't great, is it? 449 quid's retail price, but they're selling 500 and something odd quid. Yeah, that's criminal. Scum and villainy. Yeah, that did we talk about CX before? I think it makes me maybe think we have potentially, but it just seems so immoral that you walk past it and it's like um like a pawn shop and you walk in mm. and it just feels grimy and you're just like it reminds me of cash converters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From back in the day, like the nineties. That's where I used to go to look or at Bright like, House or any yeah. of those horrific 
places that just preys on on people who haven't got perhaps the the, the income but still have the the inclination mm. and it's just you go in there and that's where dreams go to die man see yeah, it's just <laughs> it's that's devoid of fun it's horrible i have been in there a couple of times just sort of get rid of something you know just if i'm not too worried i'm just like yeah just go in get rid of it gone but mm. i feel like i need to have a good scrub in the shower when I get home but I mean it's not just like I'm not talking about just games consoles but you know gigs you know, yeah 100% yeah tickets if you resellers I, mean, I remember as like a, as a youngster when I used to go to the Wedge Dreams to go to see some of the most popular bands of like the punk rock era you mm. um, you'd get a ticket for a tenner which is fine like me and my cousin and whoever was going always rock up at the ticket office really early say like a month or two before get our tickets and that's it you're done yeah but on the night, you'd always find these like fucking shady wankers out on the roads with their tickets, trying to sell them for like two, three times the price. Yeah. Don't be a fucking bit of scum. No. Uh, another classic example, saw it on um, Twitter a few weeks ago, just before the women's final. Oh, right, yeah. So, uh, obviously football related. Mm. Someone's putting up three tickets at Wembley. Um, best offer. And of course, this person's going to sell those tickets to whoever gives her the most money. Mm-hmm. Just don't be a cunt. No. Fuck off. Fucking scalpers. Get in the sea. I've, already, I've dropped it again, second time. But, yeah, it's, it is immoral, right? Because they're obviously preying on, 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 on people's need to, to have that thing. Mm. And actually, yeah, okay, we're not, no one's forcing them to buy it. I'm sure some of the listeners out there are thinking that, but it, it still is immoral to, to charge so much and know that there's actually a vulnerable person. Probably, inv- invariably, they're vulnerable and they're going to pay yeah. over the odds for it. It's just, it's not, that's not cool, man. Nah. So that's it. That's my second one. Scalpers. Mm. Bastards. Um, <laughs> other people who are bastards... Now, I, uh, I mentioned to you down at the beginning and you to listener that I, uh, I've recently been on holiday. Uh, I'm really fortunate to be able to, to do this, by the way. I'm not, I'm not saying it's um, anything other than a privilege. So I'm not moaning about that aspect. And actually, um, I have to get a couple of flights. Yeah. Uh, invariably one there and one back. And uh, on the flight out there, it wasn't long, about 50 minutes. Oh, I think I know where this is going. And... Um, uh, it wasn't anything really to write home about because before you know it, you're in the air. They walk around, they try and say some crap, and you land. And as we landed, and we're about 20 seconds from the wheels touching the ground, there's this solitary clap that's behind me. No. And someone, so I think there was a slight kind of muffled whoop, whoop. Clap. No. And then there was there's two or three. That I think we're in the same row. Uh, and I turned around to try and see the defending individuals <laughs> to try and launch something at them, but I, I, they they couldn't be located. Um, but but what compels someone to fucking clap as a plane? Its whole sole purpose, unless you're going through a shit ton of turbulence or you're doing something that you know is shady and you may not survive. Why are you fucking clapping? So you're telling me there was no turbulence, you had a nice flight. Smooth as a baby's bum, mate. Nothing to threaten your lives. Plains, perfect weather, actually, because, of course, here in the UK, time recording, we've had a heat wave. It's been lovely, as you said. Um, the continent have done too in Europe. Mm. Uh, not a cloud in the sky. Not bumpy at all. The easy jet pilot 
landed it wonderfully, it kissed the ground and then came to a lovely stop, yet someone felt still compelled to clap that we'd landed. Jesus. This is horrendous. Now, the pilot can't hear that. He's between a, a bulletproof door. Yeah. So it's 9-11, no fucker's getting in there unless he wants them to, and therefore he's not going to be able to hear it. Who are you clapping for? <laughs> You're not clapping for the, the wonderful people who look after us in the cabin and keep us safe. Because they didn't fucking land the plane. And they've done it four times already before you've even gone to the plane. So who are you clapping for? Don't do it, Dan. Just don't do it. Stop fucking clapping. Because no, need. no no one appreciates it. Um, and yeah, right. If, if you've had very bad turbulence, and as I say... If you're Tom Cruise and you're getting on a plane and you're, you're strapped to the side and it looks like you're, you're not going to make it, you may want to celebrate that you've got through a, a very <laughs> bad time. But it wasn't any of those things, Dan. It was a normal short-haul short, short haul flight. Um, get over yourself and stop clapping. This is your pilot, Alexander, speaking. Please don't fucking clap. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that, that really grinds my gears and it's happened in the last week. Um... I'm due for, uh, again, very fortunate, another short trip to Milan. And no doubt it's going to be some more dickheads in there. Uh, but you know what? I'm going to find something that I can throw, maybe a bottle of water. I don't know what it is. And I'm going to launch it at them. And yes, you, you, you should. You may need to find a new podcast co-host because um, I may be in Italian prison. But it's going to be worth it because these people need to learn that clapping <laughs> is unacceptable. I haven't, I haven't had it for a few years, to be fair. Um, maybe the early noughties when we used to go to Florida and you'd land... Where it was in muggy and everyone be clapping on the plane, I'll be sat there and I'll be like, fuck off. Yeah, why? Doesn't happen really. Um, when I go to Ireland, we'll come back. We're miserable. We are. Got another one? Yeah. Just come to me. Go on. Speedy boarding. Speedy boarding? What is that? There's no point. Same with, this is Ryanair, right? So uh, is any ev- of them. My one was EasyJet, but yeah. Everyone pays for priority now. Uh huh. What the fuck? Well, this, this is my thing. So our flight was delayed. <laughs> Not long, about half an hour, 45 minutes on the way home. Uh, it's very warm in the airport, and you've already got... And to be fair, look, I, this is coming from a, a, a heartfelt place, because I was one of those people where you used to queue earlier before you should. And now with a child, you just can't do that. And actually, I've looked at these other sad people stood up for an hour, mm. queuing for something that's, you know, invariably going to happen to all of us. Um, I don't do it anymore. Anyway, uh, and these people, these poor people were queuing before the plane had even landed. I ch- ch- Check the app on EasyJet, and you can see where it is on this journey. And it yeah. hadn't even wasn't even circling the airport, and people were queuing Ugh. to you know 150 people long. And they you know sure enough when they they cut people off and they do a quick sweep and they clean it or so you know clean inverted you know inverted commas. Um, and say yo, can these please ticket people come forwards? speedy boarding and you're like okay fine so these people paid what an extra six ten pounds whatever to what to be a couple of people in front of you to get onto the plane first but then because we were delayed they ended up just waiting around you know in the in the the connecting tube yeah yeah which which links to the plane i don't know what it's called don't get with ryanair because it's just like you go out onto the tarmac and then you sort of queue up to go up the stairs yeah you're queuing anyway but i guess my point is we were all queuing and eventually i had to queue because they called us all right, you may be 10, 15 people ahead of me, but that plane is not going to take off any quicker. No. So all they're doing is in, in, they're implementing a anxiety tax. That's all it is. You're anxious Agreed, to get on. Yeah. Never thought of it like that. 
but we're all queuing to get on so actually it's no quicker you've got your allocated seat because that's what you do these days not like a fucking bus mm. you have your allocated so you know where you're going you know you're probably going to have you're going to have somewhere to store your luggage which is going to be nearby you unless you've got loads of people around you who've got loads of you know, you know carry on bags so why are you paying extra yeah why is it a thing it's genius don't get me wrong like the, the companies behind it are, f- are phenomenal you know um, entrepreneurs and, 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 and had great foresight to be able to tap into that but it's just an anxiety tax doesn't get you off the plane quicker though no so when the plane lands again this is something grinds my gears as soon as you land and the seatbelt light goes off they're off everyone's they're fucking up, up. Yeah. they're all trying to get off at the same time there's it's no, not going to happen there's no priority exit is there but it's just that's, that's what I just find really odd but I mean look I don't do it because of those reasons we're mm. all going to leave at the same time it's not as though you've got a priority to, to, to take off so yeah odd that grinds my gears because you're, t- you're taking you're taking people's cash when actually yeah. there's no real value or benefit bastards Awesome. So yeah, that was my second second one, Dan. I'm going to cover a little well, bit of old two ground. and three, but yeah, I'm going to cover a little bit of old ground. Hmm. So social media, this came up last year. Um, this is slightly different this year. Question, just on that, hmm. hold on, put a pin on it. What's your relationship with social media now? Love hate. Yeah. Uh, I was talking to one of my friends actually, one of our regular listeners, Dan. Um, I seem to go down these rabbit holes now, especially when you know we do a podcast. You have to sort of try and look at the positive and the negatives on say like you know She-Hulk for example mm-hmm. um, it's really easy to go down the negative rabbit hole isn't it it's, it's horrendous and I don't know why I keep looking because it's depressing I fucking hate it but, uh, and then other times I look at social media I love it you know the, the, the amount of fun I can have in there mm. and the positivity that I can bring to it and some other people you know it's just find it more negative now than probably more positive I think it really is a shame it depends what what you do of it and as a human race we're just we're shit just negative people yeah yeah I think I'm the same there's some really heartwarming stuff on there um, there's some, some really interesting you know accounts that I follow on mm. Instagram and some of the reels really do make you smile and you're like okay I feel a little bit better this morning and then you then go on to a page on Facebook and invariably you look at the comments and you go this is so much hate mm. hate bile bordering racism you're like what is this all about like yeah surely this should bring it obviously doesn't but it should bring people together as a shared platform of a shared interest and a common place to share ideas and yeah. improve yourself but and that sounds really grand I know and wanky but it's true but people just use it just to moan and to, to mm. bitch and to ah oh, it's horrible it's it's horrendous. Yeah, it's I, horrendous. I, I, that's just my my observation. In the last probably five to ten years, it's it's really it's really challenging. Mm. Yeah. I'll try and sort of give you the best of both worlds. Yes. I mean, obviously, what grinds my gears is that um, you know, as, as a football fan, I'm a Portsmouth football club supporter. Someone's got to. Uh, and there's a couple of questionable people out there. Okay, so they're probably trolls. Best way to put it. Mm. A little bit annoying, but at the same time, playful and innocent would be my judgment of the of these people. I get. Okay. I mean, I started speaking to one recently, and he's all right. You know, you spoke to a troll. Is he annoying? Yeah. Okay. Is he is he annoying? Yes. But equally, when you sort of get he's to, under a bridge. I mean, maybe. Mm. 
at the same time, sort of getting to know him in the background and sort of talking to him, he's, about, he's actually all right. You know, he sort of rushed off. But he was telling me that people have now started to email his employer, trying to ruin his oh wow his career. And it, and what happens when you ruin someone's career and if they get sacked? They're going to lose their livelihood. They're not going to be able to feed their family, mm-hmm. their kids, keep a roof over their head. Um, I suppose my point is, is if you don't agree with someone or if you find them annoying, just keep scrolling. Yeah. Because you, you're not helping anyone by trying to jeopardise their livelihood. That's the most cuntish behaviour I can think of yeah. right now. Like, just don't do it. There is there, there is a report feature for 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 those reasons. Or the police. You know, there are now at least in the UK, there are now powers where uh, you can report these things and you can take control. It's not it's not that there are keyboard warriors and they you can't touch them. You can. It'll take a little bit longer, but is traceable and people are accountable but yeah, yeah. I, I agree there's ways and means of going about it um, and that's not cool no just just don't do it you know so if you see something negative just try and keep scrolling I mean I can be a bit trolly sometimes if I see something I'm like oh, better call the wambulance I have seen and a couple I'll, of wambulances being called on your behalf it's just just brings a little bit of joy to my day I suppose mm just these whiny bitchy people and I'm there just to bring someone else a little bit of joy by calling the ambulance or telling someone to get in the sea yeah you know it's lovely but I suppose on a more positive note with social media and like this this is you don't see it often we've there was a disabled supporter okay um I can't quite remember where he lived but you know this is where you don't underestimate the the positivity of social media and what you know the Pompey family can do for example mm. uh, his taxi was going to cost him 200 quid to get a front park Woof. okay someone set up a GoFundMe page to pay for this taxi and it was smashed within about an hour plus wow more. and this and it's the most like heartfelt thing I've seen in a, in a, in a while was he a Pompey supporter or was he a wayfarer? yeah you know, he was a Pompey supporter oh that's nice that's nice I, that the community have cl- clubbed together yeah so I can't quite remember where he lived so I know it wasn't it must have been quite far away for that taxi to be 200 quid yeah but you know it's nice to see something positive come out of that mm. the fact that you can do something so nice for someone be more like that yeah spread the positivity stop being negative and don't ruin people's livelihoods because oh. you're a cunt. Yeah. I've said the C word quite a lot now. I like it. I like this swear yeah, down. Cool. Lovely stuff. I try to keep it clean for reviews and stuff. I might say the F-bomb or, or what, but... No, but you're dusting off the C-bombing. The C-bomb's been dusted off. It's coming out a lot. I love it. Well... Four years of pent-up energy. Easy. I don't know how I didn't drop it last year, to be fair. I think I dropped a couple. Oh, you did. Well, these people are a bunch of cunts. Um, <laughs> Dan, when you're walking, uh, invariably, um, I'm really fortunate. Again, I'm really fortunate. I've got a job. I can be flexible, or because I'm working from home, and you know, a lot of people can't. Yeah. And then you know that 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 isn't good. But we're fortunate. We do have those opportunities. I, I do go out for again where we, where we live. We've got a lovely seafront for us. You know, seaside mm. town. It's lovely. And whilst we had the good weather, I'm managing to go out during my lunch break and stomp the pavements and go for a nice walk. Got some lovely things around here. You've got the Portsmouth Cathedral. 
got yeah. the Hot Walls. Uh-huh. You've Spice got the Island, Garrison Wolf. Church. You've got Gun Wharf. Um, I tend to, to walk down and follow the seafront all the way down to the D-Day Memorial yeah. in Portsmouth. You can Google it, guys. It's a wonderful museum, actually, all about the D-Day landings. Um, it's not gratuitous. It's, it's, it's fairly based, but just gives a really good, accurate count of <coughs> D-Day landings uh, in 44. Um, and then I walk back roughly seven, eight thousand steps. That's not bad. No, that's good. It'll do. As I'm walking, there's also some other people. Now, that's fine. Everyone's entitled to walk, and it's a really good thing to do. And I think the pandemic has brought out some really good behaviours and um, hobbies for people. Outdoor living, outdoor moving, etc., etc., and exercise. What really gets my fucking goat down are people who refuse to get out of your way when they're walking three or four abreast. Oh, this, I mean, this grinds my gears. You're with your friends, you're talking brilliant, have natter. But don't force me into the fucking road or into the hedgerow, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. if I'm with my wife, with my son, or with family, or with friends, or with you, with you, if someone's walking towards me, I will always drop back and make sure that I'm behind that friend, yeah. that individual, that family member, because I don't have any more right than anyone else to take up the pavement. This sounds really probably like fucking old person, but you know what I mean? Like, what, why, why should I have no other option than to meet oncoming traffic, risk my life because you can't get out of the fucking way? Because what, you're more <laughs> important? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you can see me. I'm walking towards you. I'm not racing towards you. I'm keeping eye contact. Maybe that's the issue, is eye contact. But I'm keeping eye contact so you know I'm there. But you deem me less worthy to, to, to be sharing the same space as you. And yeah, I'm either in the hedge or I'm in the road. Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> Move out of the way. Do you know what I mean? Like, why, why, why do people do that? Do you know what? I can see my other half listening to this now. And of I course, she, she has an issue with she money. Has doesn't she has not just running but just in general oh, like right. we'll be on the work on our way to work and you know some of these pavements in Portsmouth are probably what two person breadth yeah yeah uh, and I'll always be like someone comes back in behind to let someone come past but when you know there's two people will come on like or three you know whatever because they, they're all joined at the hip apparently yeah yeah you're conjoined or, or t- immediately conjoined suddenly not by med- medical science but grinding the wall or yeah. fucking in the road just don't be a dick just just be polite it's, it's two seconds out of your day I know right like the, the older generation of people right I, I've always respected my elders and they'll be like fair play whatever like I will do it because I'm not I don't pick fights anyway um I, I don't remember the last time I had a fight, nor do I want to. But I'm not someone who goes, seeks out an argument. Nah. And at some point you'll go, you know what, pick your battles, um, respect my elders, whatever. But the vast majority of people are not that category. And you're like, what, why? Mm. Why? Get out of the fucking way. Be respectful. So yeah, um, again, sounds like an old person rant, but don't be a dick. Yeah. Move the fuck over. That's what grinds my gears down. Lovely. Uh, we're going for round two with e-scooters. Ding, ding, ding. Fucking e-scooters, right? So mm. they're becoming more and more popular. Are you not, though, tempted... Sorry for interrupting you, but are you not tempted to get one yourself? Do you not look at them and go, a bad riding aside, which mm. is no doubt what you're going to refer to reference, but do you not think they're a good transportation method, though? 
I suppose in a sense, yeah. They'd probably, they'd probably um, you know, you're reducing like EU emissions and all that stuff by moving around the city on these electric things, mm-hmm. which is great. That's cool. Don't legal mind at the minute. Um, I mean, you can get the legal ones, can't you, through the council? So they're dotted all over the place. Yeah, you got around Voy, and I yeah. think London have similar now. Um, yeah, I think that in general, if you can use them properly, it's good fun. content. Yeah, okay. and obviously last year I moaned about always taking out some prick on his e-scooter mm. going around a roundabout because you know he just sped round, just shorts, t-shirt. If I'd hit him, he would have been dead. No helmet, shin pads, and all that stuff. You know. Mm. Well, let's fast forward to last week on my way to Tesco to oh, do right. my weekly shop. Yes. So you're probably familiar with Goldsmith Avenue. I am. So just to not terribly picturesque, but yes, I'm familiar with no. it. So. Just to give our uh, listeners a, an idea of what Goldsmith Avenue looks like, it's two lanes. One takes you uh, to Southsea and one takes you to Fratton. That's it. So one car per lane. Good description. Fine. And then you've got to you've got bike lanes on either side. So these bike lanes are marked as they're like green tarmac. Yeah. So I'm driving up and there's this guy on his fucking e-scooter in the middle of the lane. And I've had to drop down to what twenty miles per hour, whatever he's doing. Mm. And I've got it's it's a busy road, you know, people going backwards and forwards. Why is he not using the bike lane? Why is he not coming across to let me go? Because it's a thirty mile per hour road. Alex. He wants to die, Dan. That's why I'm creating traffic because of him. What is? I I don't understand these people that use e-scooters. I know incorrectly. Just get in the bike lane. Let me get past. Mm. Don't be a dickhead. That's and I think I talked about this last time, but similar to that mm. is uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna open <laughs> open this can of worms to talk about bikes versus cars. That's not what I'm getting into. You can't do it on the roads because physically you you're not able to. The issue that I do have though is more in the mornings, I guess, when people are on commutes. Do you not sometimes find, Dan, that there's bike users in the bike lane, but invariably They've doubled up. They're with a mate or a friend or a colleague or someone they've, they've noticed. And they're having a chin wag on a bike. Yeah. Brilliant. Sounds lovely. Romantic even in the morning. <laughs> but then one of them is spinning out of that lane, then into the road. Yeah. That's not what it's there for. If you want to have a natter, pull over, have a chat. But they end up taking up the road and you've then got to overtake in the city, which isn't mm. ideal, during the, the morning rush hour. Just like, why? Yeah. Fuck off. Stop doing it. We have got a couple of rants in a minute about driving. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. So sorry, obviously, to talk about. But yeah, e-scooters round two. Just use them properly. Get in the get in the bike lane, or just don't be in the middle of the road and don't speed around roundabouts. Do as you're told. Just do as you're fucking told. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Um, gonna have this the other day when I was travelling back from the airport. Yeah. Use the train. Yeah, I like the train. I like the train. Good mode of transport. Bit expensive in this country. Yeah. Other countries, they're reliable and they're cheaper. But anyway, it's a lovely mode of transport. I got on the train from Gatwick. There's other idiots there with the cases too. Of course. Um, this is not solely just uh, with the, 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 the school community, but there were some, um, I guess, college kids. They weren't young. They're in their own clothes. Mm. You can see they're in their late teens. They got on, sat down near us. Fine. Cool. I don't have a problem with that. Everyone uses the train. Unless you're fighting and throwing stuff, 
fair play crack on but then one of them cracked out their mobile and started watching videos and playing videos to one of them oh have a look at this of full fucking volume I'm like why do I need to hear your shit mm. watch do, do I just position my phone and I I I, I show the whole carriage you know carriage my my um, my Disney collection or you know what's on Paramount Plus or you know Netflix no because <laughs> no one cares because you've got earphones it's, a, it's an interesting concept Dan there's these things once you've seen them you put them in your ear <laughs> and you plug them into your device and it's almost like you can listen and, and, and hear anything that you want but only you have to listen yep. to it they're really good I think they'll catch on these dickheads didn't use them <laughs> and so the whole carriage had to hear fuck no something from YouTube some shit that he wants to show his mate fine funny ha 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 but he kept on doing it like mate turn off your turn off your fucking phone how long did it go on for uh, about half an hour until oh, they got off and then fuck, so they all got off the same carriage but it's like why like yeah also people who have their music up so loud in their earphones that surely their eardrums must be bleeding and you can hear the music you can hear the lyrics even though they've got their headphones on either you've got shit headphones they're not obviously capturing the music or you've got tinnitus around the corner because no way are you not taking those headphones off and not having ear damage but you can hear the music I'm like why do I want this mm. just shitty music unless it's North, late noughties 2000s garage and it's Craig David which is very niche <laughs> I'm not fucking interested in listening to your shitty music I don't want to listen to your second hand YouTube fucking video I can't see but I hear turn it off two things about this grinds my gears doesn't matter okay so travel on the train first one is when people are on their phone Mm-hmm. Okay, but they're talking really loudly. Oh yeah. Uh, and what really fucks me off about that is that you can only hear one side of the conversation. I know. You can hear them talking to, I don't know, Deirdre. If you can have a conversation, put it on loudspeaker. At least we can hear the conversation. Exactly. I want to know what Deirdre's saying. Yeah. You know, I don't want to hear your side of the conversation. I don't want to hear it at fucking hundred. No, no. Fuck off. Go into a different carriage, or just wait until you're at your train station. Just. Don't want to I hear actively it. avoid the train having those conversations down because you've got no signal. In no, this country, exactly. it's shite. It cuts out. So you can't have a long conversation on the train or a meaningful one because it's, mm. it's breaking up. I don't know how... I'm going back a few years now, say a few years. About four or five years ago, it's just like pre-pandemic. And this woman's on the phone for like half an hour, like from Chichester back to Fratton. Wow. So I don't know how I... How I Maybe on a satellite Signal phone. did not cut out. Jesus. I mean, mine cuts out just going for a tunnel. You know, it goes from 4G to nothing, and yeah. then you sort of come back out, and it's on E, and you're like, fuck's sake. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, don't know how that happens. And the second one, right, hmm. is, again, sort of talking about kids. They just have no respect. So Respect your elders. Back in April, hmm. coming back, say, from Gatwick into Fratton, and we get on, and some kids got on at some point. I'm sure it was like um, near heaven. And they're coming on, they're being fucking little dickheads, they're winding people up, they're going up and down the carriages. And it took one guy to stand up to them and go, If you don't get off this fucking train, I'm going to fucking punch you. Wow. I'm not even joking, I'm going to kill you. <clears throat> you are doing my head in. Uh, and then the, um, the guard came along, yeah, yeah. and he got transport police as well oh wow teamwork there they did get off a a station early but fucking well annoying not all heroes wear capes apparently no 
just took one guy and I tell you his mate was in stitches <laughs> trying to calm him down but this guy was I'm pretty sure he was going to kill him wow kids, yeah 100% blood on the train but yeah I, I'm totally with you on tra- on trains you just don't need for it though is there yeah no exactly so don't play your music loudly no don't have loud conversations with the other person don't on do your mobile because we want to hear the other side yeah 100% and it's like in school it's like in school if you're passing a note around and the teacher sees us right join share with the class what that note is obviously you don't want to but you're going to have to yeah. well if you're going to talk that loud you've got to fucking put it on loudspeaker so we can hear it exactly don't do it gear grinding yeah fuck off right my next one hmm casuals and you're probably thinking damn what do you mean by casuals now I'm talking about these people right so we're both comic book fans yes okay so we read a lot of Marvel books and that's fine I read last night I forgot to stop interrupting I'm sorry no that's um, fine. The Ultimates oh yes like it's a lovely the, comic book run it's like an Ultimate Universe isn't it yeah yeah and it's the Avengers um, <coughs> I don't know I bought this now about 15 years ago when I went to, to Sydney I went to the comic book shop uh, King's Comics if anyone's in Australia and knows it's Sydney uh, is King's Comics still there because it was amazing, was there? You had like the statues mm. and the the floor to ceiling racks, and it was it was a oh, wonderful place stunning. in the in the city centre. Um, wonderful book, The Ultimates. Quite a dark take on the Avengers um, origin story because yeah. it's the Ultimates world. But um, lovely artwork, and it was Samuel Jackson drawn mm. before he was cast. And yeah, they were talk- there's a section there where they talk about, you know, who would you be cast as if you didn't make a film about us? And they said about Sam Jackson. It's like, it was it was so spot on. Anyway, wonderful book. So if people are looking for a different take on the origins, similar ilk, but you've got Ant-Man in there, you've got um, Janet, uh, Janet Van Dyne, uh, yeah. the Wasp. So there's different different kind of lineups. Do give it a read because it still looks and reads wonderful today. Ultimate Spider-Man is supposed to be really good as well. Oh, it is. I've got a couple of editions. It doesn't. Uh, spoiler alert. Mm. Peter Parker carks it in that universe. He does. He comes back eventually, of course, as you all do. But yeah, and that's where it sparks in <coughs> Miles Morales. Yeah, and that's how in the Ultimate Miles Morales. Um, that's a really good because the um, the Goblin actually isn't. <laughs> A guy in a glider with a mask. It's a proper fucking goblin, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Big he's, hench bastard. He's basically the Hulk, but on flames <clears throat> and spiky. Norman Osborn takes some super soldier serum mm. and ends up not becoming deranged and, as I say, taking technology, but actually becomes super powered and massive. And actually, it's it's really good. Yeah. So, yeah, the old. The, I love, I have a lot of love for the ultimate stuff. And actually, I wonder whether, because they've got the multiverse now, they're going to end up maybe considering rebooting parts of it mm. because can be done the ultimate versions are just you could have a new Iron Man yeah 100% new cap it's lovely stuff anyway sorry yes um, casuals and yeah. cut books yeah so casuals so let's just talk about social media again for a moment mm. it's like when She-Hulk was announced yeah. or Ms. Marvel I see we go why do we need more female superheroes why have we got a female Hulk yeah they're jumping on the bandwagon why is, why is She-Hulk breaking the fourth wall she's been doing it since 1989 in the comics you fucking prick yeah. do you not read any no I'm not sort of strict on like being a comic book reader I sort of accept that you know the MCU and the films are, are just a different way of storytelling you can't cram an entire run of comics into a series. It's just not possible. You know, we've talked about Harry Potter. You can't cram all the books into a, a two-hour film. It's just no. 
just not going to happen. So I, I accept everything for what it is. So firstly, don't try and jump on this bandwagon and follow the sheep of going, oh, why do we need... Why do we? Because they're now diving into a whole series of comic books and characters and all this lore from years mm. and years Decades. of writing. And the second one, right? Went to Forbidden Planet in London when we had the Chukes over. Hmm. The Chukes has been my um, other half's family for yeah. our listeners because no one's going to know who the Chukes are. They aren't, no. Went to Forbidden Planet and it was Ramo. Oh, right. Do you remember as a kid, right? If you went to a comic book shop, it would always be a bit dead. There was always a couple yeah. of nerdy people and you could just... Look. Dark and dingy, there's corners, there's a yod person rifling through a couple of pages. But yeah, it's... it's a quiet place usually it was heaving Alex mm. people just piling in there looking at these graphic novels oh I don't know what to buy how dare they yeah and they're clearly people that have gone oh I like that on the films and the TV and mm. all that I'm going to try and see what I can get into with the comics I mean cool alright you've done that but you're taking up my space mate get out get out a purist I said to my other half Claire like we'd walk around and it's, it was awful it was really hot in there as well so they've got two floors in uh, the Leicester Square Forbidden Planet right, I think I've been there once years ago it yeah. was just hot it was, it was a hot day as well so it was hot mm. it was sweaty it was sticky we tried to walk around I said to her and I went I remember when this shit wasn't cool it was better then it was better back then you know I'm talking about the 90s talk about the 90s for a moment comic mm. books um, did you ever remember the the tricorn? I wasn't here for the tricorn oh. in Portsmouth. No. The tricorn was like just this like brutal, ugly looking thing mm. in the heart of it's concrete city structure, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. But back in the nineties, on the top floor, there was this wonderful comic book shop called Mondo, mm. and it was amazing to be a kid. You got there like the staff were fantastic. They had amazing figurines that, like, you know, your friends weren't ever going to get in toy, Toys R Us. Uh-huh. And just, like, the knowledge and, like, having access to all of that stuff. And this is, like, before comic books. You used to get, like, absolutely, like, crammed. It's obviously, like, picked up in popularity now because of yeah, you know, yeah. the MCU. And, well, I don't know where DC are going, but... Who does? But, yeah, casuals. Mm. They wind me up. Uh, I know that's a bit... No, it's me being a bit nitpicky and a bit personal. But if I mean, good for you. You decide to pick up comics. But if you're going to be one of these people that goes, oh, why do we need this and the other? Do your research. Yeah. Get on the internet. Find out why she Hulk's breaking the fourth wall and when she's been doing it since. Otherwise, fuck off. Yeah. Do some reading. Mm. Fair enough, Dan. Um. Okay, so this might be actually quite similar to what you just mentioned about Forbidden Planet. Ooh. Uh, and this, I guess, is... This is anyway. I, I'm not... I'm not a massive personal space kind of person. So I appreciate if people got to get close to me or, um, you know, people have got to... Or bump into me. I'm not going to say, why the fuck are touching me? You know, I understand. Sometimes it you just, you just can't help it. Yeah. Or you've got to be in close proximity to someone. Obviously, since COVID, that ain't a thing, or it's not really, although people forget it. And I think there's only one time, I think, and I would have said something anyway. I was in a queue in a local shop around the corner, queuing up for, you know, get some milk or something. 
uh, and this this person this was in the height of covid now so local restrictions in in, in yeah. the uk and in hampshire um a meter um, two and a half two meters of space and it's, there's fucking stickers on the floor and this person just rocked up stormed in i think he even jumped the queue and then was almost breathing down my fucking neck Ugh. and i turned around gave him a look not, not a, a rude one but still a stern one and i said can you give us a space please as in move back the fuck mm. up um he looked at me like I'd asked him to drop his pants and show me show me his <laughs> cock. He, he he was incredulous why I was even talking to him, uh, let alone you know why I'd ask him to to move away. But he was he was even encroaching my personal space outside mm. of this COVID world we now 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 live in. Um, and I guess that's that's kind of where it stems from is people not having the awareness that you don't necessarily want to inhabit the same space as them. Mm. Uh, and since then, and you know, like or lump it, we've got to live with this this situation, and uh, it's not the same. So I have relaxed. We're in the same room as yeah. each other. Uh, we've both had it. We talked about it before. Uh, we'll have it again. It's one of those things, sadly, that we're now going to have to kind of kind of live with. Um, so I, I don't have kind of the same outlook in terms of that that that, that need to have that personal space. But I also don't need people. To be so close to me, I can feel their breath on my yeah. neck. Fuck off. Take a step back. Why do you have to be so close? To me? Unless you're pickpocketing me, fair enough. But you're not going to find nothing because who has wallets or cash in their, yeah. <laughs> in their pockets anymore? And I've got my phone in my hand, so get your hand, get your hands out of my pockets. <laughs> like, unless you're those people, you've got no right to be anywhere near me. No. So fuck off. Give me some space. I'm sort of quite conscious of that now, anyway. So I'm I'm much more relaxed. And you know, when we had the restrictions, I don't wear a mask anymore. I go shopping. If I do see someone Licking with a mask, door handles, oh yeah, yeah. If I see someone still wearing a mask, I'll say they are far and few between now. But if I do, I give that person that respect space. them. Yeah, hundred percent. It's just a bit of respect. You know, you don't get up in their face and breathe on them while they're like trying to get their fucking chicken out of the fridge. Mm. Just be patient, wait, and then you go. And, and get your chicken exactly everyone, everyone have time to get their chicken I mean unless you're a vegan you know tofu or falafels I'll have a go at vegans in just a minute uh oh um, but yeah guys have some self awareness give that person some space I'm not talking your two metres I'm not talking covid restrictions I'm just saying normal common decency <clears throat> no one wants someone literally you can feel their presence they're that close they're not yeah. touching you but they're that close Fuck off. Just no need for it. Back the fuck up. Uh, my next one. I mean, I suppose you could just tie this into the cost of living crisis mm. that's happening right now in the UK. Price hikes. Yeah. Um, I mean, Love firstly, I, I mean, it started off with Virgin Media. Why is it, right? As a loyal customer, why does my bill have to go up every year? There's no loyalty. But when you're a new customer... Yep. They'll do it for 20, 30 quid. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is that? And then you have to call them up while oh, I'm going to leave. And oh, yeah, we'll drop it down to this price. Yeah, you've got to play, uh, this, you've got to play this game, haven't you, where you're yeah. dancing around. And they know that you're not going to want to leave. But they're like, no, no, no. You have to tell me you're going to leave. And you've got to threaten it in order for me to give you something that probably you're probably owed as much as someone who's coming off the street. But then they, that person can't deal with it. Oh, well, I can't bring yeah. the price down anymore I'm going to pass you on to the retention team 
and then you're on to someone else and they go oh yeah we'll do it for 20 quid for you and you're like that's all I wanted yeah it's fucking expensive an honest price for a little bit of loyalty yeah exactly I mean I'm not a moaner you know I'm I, I was quite comfortable on my salary uh, and obviously with everything going up in price now it's starting to get harder you've mm. got to try and <clears throat> claw back what you can so you can go out to the pub and see your mates mm-hmm. or go to Stang really good and have a pizza and a beer you know or go and see your favourite film a couple of times exactly I know it's only a fiver to the view but then you know that fiver is probably being soaked up somewhere well I mean petrol. energy petrol food energy it's just ridiculous at the yeah. moment. It is insane. And you've got all these top dogs at the top of these companies going, well, I've made four million in uh, bonuses this know, year. Right? You fucking prick. Yeah. And I'm just sat at home, making sure I don't turn on a light bulb because I'm going to get charged 60 quid like your meme the other day. Yeah. But, I mean, there are, there are legitimately, and there will be people who have to consider what food they eat. Mm. Or how warm they're going to be this winter? You know, it's insane. That's not cool, man. No. And yet there, as you say, there's there's some people who are still there at the top, creaming off millions of pounds worth of bonus. I'm not talking about you know their their take home, which they're probably on a lot of money and fair play. They've had careers to to, to justify or the value they give to the company justifies it. But bonuses, this mm. is over and above. And in the situation that we are, where millions of people are facing real struggling times, these people are just. Oh yeah, I'll just buy my next yacht. What? Like, <laughs> how, how can that Insane. be just so disjointed? It's from society. It's crazy. It's just mental, and it grinds my gears. You know, you see these people living lives of luxury because they've just had their four million pound bonus, and I'm scraping by. It's insane. I know we've sort of recently had a salary increase, but it doesn't hit the same level as inflation. Mm. It's still a struggle. And yeah, I'm quite fearful for my 90-year-old grandparents this year because how the fuck are they going to eat as yeah. well as keep the house warm? It's they, ain't, they ain't got mental. those bonuses to, lay, to, to fall back on. No. And what's even more ridiculous, they'll get taxed on their pensions before it hits their bank. Yeah. Insane. That's another thing that grinds my gears. Bastards. We work all our lives to get our pensions. Double taxed. And, and Double taxed. You tax once. You put money away, yeah, and they get you again. Fucking tax man, yeah, wanker. Yeah, that's it. Cost of living crisis. Keep it nice and easy. I won't rant anymore. There's enough of it going on at the moment. Absolute fuckers. Um, my final one before I've got uh, some from the listeners down. Mm, I've got one more after this. Beautiful, and then plenty of listeners to get through. In a trip. In London, I love London. This is not this is not a London rant, by the way, and it's not specific for London. This is my anecdote that I share mm. with you. But London's a lovely place. In small dose, I could never live there, Dan. No, I couldn't. Um, Definitely not. It's too too busy for me. Yeah, Bit quite dirty as well. Hustle and bustle. But I, I do like going there in small doses. Anyway, I went to London for the weekend and went to Covent Garden I love Covent Garden oh it's phenomenal I it's love beautiful, that place isn't it? lots of niche little businesses and lovely vibe restaurants um, especially the, the actual market area the central part mm. um, and uh, I went to Seven Dials been Seven Dials market 
Mm, no, you might know it's here, but it's it's like an indoor food hall. It's lovely, and um, pop up stalls and everything. It's it's a wonderful place. If you haven't been down, or our listeners, and you're going to London, go to Seven Dials. If we ever go together, I'll take you there. Mm. Um, and there is a uh, there's a business that's just outside or inside, but it's just on the peripherals, and it's um, I won't say the company. Although if they would like to support us, then that'd be lovely. But they sell tea, chai masala tea. Mm, now nice. I fucking love a chai masala. I love Indian cuisine. I love Indian culture. I've been to oh. India a couple of times. I'm very fortunate to be able to do so. Um, I've got some colleagues I work with from India. Basically, what I'm saying is I fucking love India, and I love Indian chai masala, which is lots of spices. Um, I couldn't even tell you what's in them, but it's lots of spices, um, milk-based, mm. and that's the key bit here. So I thought I'll have a chai masala. Fancy something a bit, bit warming, yeah, spicy, but creamy, delicious. So I walked up to um, to a lady and said, "Oh, I'd like, um, oh, actually, I'd like, like a like an oat milk chai masala, please." Okay. Oh, you want you want the vegan chai masala? No, bitch. I, <laughs> I said. Oat milk. Did you? Oh, say, I, did you say that. I was going to say. Did you literally say, "No, bitch"? But I, but her demeanour, she may have accepted it. Um, anyway, um, no, no, I, I did say no. Uh, oat milk, please, because I didn't know they were one and the same. Mm. Because it says on up there, it says oat milk chai masala. No, no, that's that's, that's the vegan one. Fucking fine. Give me a vegan <laughs> cup of tea. But it's oat milk. Why are you imposing veganism on me? Look, look, fine. If you're vegan, fine, fine. Um, you'll often find, though, that if, if, if you're in the company of a vegan, they'll tell you you're vegan yep. before you need to actually actually know for whatever reason. Um, I'm not a vegan. I have no issues with people being vegan. And actually, it's quite a, uh, an honourable way of life. It's not easy. A lot of companies these days, mm. restaurants, bars, cafes do cater for that dietary requirement yes. and it's, but before then it was quite difficult to, to get it so I understand it's it's a labour of love I find you find it more in sort of small local independent yeah. restaurants now as opposed to sort of like the big fast food chains but, 100% you know. and in defence of this podcast I do meat free Mondays and we we do we we try and do a couple of veggie meals a week as well yeah. for the same reasons no doubt to cut down on CO2 emissions and farm animals and, and the rest of it yeah no, exactly so I'm 100% behind that Dan and yeah it sounds like we're aligned but I'm not fucking vegan so if I ask for oat milk <laughs> don't tell me I'm having a vegan cup of tea because I'm not call it fucking whatever you want but it's oat milk I'm not a fucking vegan call it what it is yeah it's a it's alternative milk beverage <laughs> I'm not a vegan I've got nothing, no, no issues. If someone wants to mislabel me, I'm not, you know, I'm nothing like that. But don't call, don't call me a vegan. It's fucking oat milk. <laughs> I like my meat. I just decided I wanted something a little bit different. Yeah. So fuck off. Make <laughs> a cup of tea. And it's delicious. It was delicious. Um, they uh, again, I, 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 because I've known about them, uh, all, albeit tongue in cheek, right? <laughs> I don't want them to be upset with me if they ever got got to hear this. But if if you look them up, chai masala. Um, in Seven Dials you'll know who they are uh, and they do home kits now, they're, not, they're not cheap but it's well worth it so mm. if you like a bit of chai masala 
they know their stuff they give you the mix um, it's worth taking a look if, if that's up your street but if you ever go to London I can hugely recommend it um, in the summer in the spring in the autumn into the winter it doesn't matter um, they make some wonderful tea so go give them a look it's I wonderful stuff I have to I'm not fucking vegan <laughs> uh, oat milk motherfucker uh, last up for me it's, it's nice and simple yes but it just really it really bugs me okay We're, we've all got like our own little group chats amongst friends right we do really pisses me off when people put something into the group chats with no context got an example one one recent one so there's I'm not going to name him because bless him he's just such a ding dang delight mm. however every now and again he'll take a picture of something it'll be slightly blurred where he's tried to take it quite quickly and he'll post it but there's no context to it there's not oh. well this is what's happening right now or this is what I'm doing it's just a picture it just leaves you all hanging and we're all like yeah yeah yeah. What, 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 what's going on mm. um, are you going to explain and every now and again I've got a bit that goes so um <laughs> What hashtag no context what's going on <laughs> and then he would oh yeah right um, this is what I'm doing oh right so you didn't think to tell us when you took that blurred picture mm. come on man it's simple maybe he had a desired effect though if he keeps on doing it maybe he wants to have someone to say oh what's he up to well, bit, of, bit of mystery the only desired effect he's going to get is being chucked or fucking Sal Prey Pier into the fucking sea getting chinned what was he doing out of, out of interest in the most recent um, I actually can't quite remember to oh. be honest uh, I think he was on he um, works in the armed forces uh, I think he was off somewhere oh, right. I think he was going parachuting or something I should do. he does all sorts of cool stuff you know mm. as you do in the, the armed forces get to see the world exactly um, he's uh, being put onto a boat next year I Terri- should do terrifying um, but I think he's going to do well he's a good lad navy yeah wow Good on you. But yeah, no context messages. Yeah, nice and simple. If you're in a group chat, and if you're going to post something, just at least put a bit of context to it. Tell us what it's all about. Really bugs me. There we go. So we've 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 got quite ranty so far. We've got quite similar ones down. Mm. And you know, hopefully, listener, you um you recognise perhaps some of those. And if you don't, well, let us know. Um, and say what are you guys on about that's very niche um, but uh, we put the feelers out in the last couple of weeks and yeah, um, we did. I said at the beginning Dan you guys did not disappoint so I've got a couple you've got a couple should we run through what, what people have written in yep let's do it uh, first up we've got Gemma people who continually use you as childcare and then forget to offer to help you when they know you are struggling and she also oh. put patios that burn your feet What's that? Patios that Patios. burn your feet. All right. Yeah. I mean, obviously, in the, in the <coughs> heat wave, it's been quite quite warm. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I, I sort of notice it every now and again where if I'd go out to hang out the washing, I mean, in this heat, I don't want to wear shoes or socks. I'm, I'm, I'm going barefoot, motherfucker. I'll tell you what is good for this situation. Mm. Flip-flops. Yeah, 100%. Mm. So anyway, I, I made the mistake one day. I went out, I burnt my feet. Oh, so I'm hopping, scooching across the bloody patio. I got good and out all right. It's fine. But I still burnt my feet. But yeah. I get it. I mean, I can't comment on the childcare thing. I don't have kids. At least not as far as you're aware. Yeah. Mm. 
don't tell Cheeks. No. Um, I mean, can you add anything to that? Have you ever been in a position where... No, we're not really in a situation where you can reciprocate with anyone. Um, but we always try and um, say thank you, take someone out for dinner or, mm. you know, pay for a night away or something if they, if, if they invariably people do you a solid or more regularly. So um, I can't, hopefully I can't identify, but maybe I'm that person, Dan. Yeah. Maybe I'm, that's what they're moaning about. Maybe Gemma, Gemma's moaning about someone like me and I don't know about it. But no, I, I can understand that people perhaps... Um, I think more broadly, uh, take more than they give. Yeah, those people some, always have, aren't they? Some people take the piss, you know. But yeah, I, I can't comment on, on that, Fuck unfortunately. Us. So no kids that I'm aware of. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna dump your kids on someone, at least return the favour and look after their kids in return. Yeah, just be nice. Reciprocate. Hmm. Uh, next up we've got Kelly and Paul oh, uh, yeah. who we had on the show last year it grinds my gears when people constantly ask us for favours freebies to help their businesses mm. but if we say no to anything they make out like we're the unreasonable ones like Paul should turn down a paid night at work to do their freebie instead and if we ask them to help us in any way at all we get sorry but we have our own business to run, so we can't justify doing a discount for you. Oh, go figure. Oh, yeah, sure, you can't do us a discount, but enjoy promoting your business with all the free photos we spent we spent week doing for you. I think she might have got a bit angry there, because that mm. doesn't really make a lot of sense towards the end. Or maybe I'm just mincing my words. I'll trunk. Oh, and then also, yeah, probably, mm. I'm going to blame the red wine. Yeah. It also grinds my gears when my cat pukes on my research. Oh. Mm. So again, people sort of not helping each other out. Just be nice to each other. Be nicer. I mean, we, we were talking about this earlier, weren't we? Mm. Um, so Warfare, we were saying like, Joey did a lot of work for us. Um, he did our graphics for social media. That's a good egg. Etc. Logos. And, you know, we, we offered him money. We said like, how much Always. do you want? You know, we're, we're reasonable people. And he said, no, don't worry about it, lads. I've... And we, we sorted him out. We got him some beers. And even when we did take him out for beers, he wanted to buy beers. And we were like, no, no. we're getting you the beers because you've done us so many favours. And this is, again, let's bore you down, but we uh, we talked about this um, off air and how I saw something on, on social media and it, it kind of reminded me, not that I, I go about asking people for stuff anyway, quite the opposite. Um... But actual fact, for your friends who've got businesses, actually, you should be buying and probably paying a, a little bit more to help out your your your, you know, mm. your friends and their businesses. Not asking because you know them, could they give you a freebie? Because that's not how it works. No. You're not helping them; they're helping you. But invariably, they need your help either to promote or to help you know put money on you know food on the table. So don't ask for freebies. Or make sure it's reciprocal. You know, help each other out. Don't don't just expect free shit. Yeah, and uh, can't help with the cat there. Cats are assholes. The end. Cats are assholes. Uh, next up, we got Dan. He says streaming services. Far too many of the things. Stranger Things, Netflix, Ted Lasso, Apple, Marvel, Disney, Grand Tour, Amazon, South Park, Paramount. 
cutting the cord off cable was meant to be bold and cost effective mm. not opening the door to having pay way more than when we did before gets right on my wick might be time to dust off my old Jolly Roger <laughs> what, what, what's the Jolly Roger? I think well, he's put a little pirate flag next to it so uh, I think he's uh, oh okay talking right. about something a bit dodge okay gaining access in uh, in other means mm. um, this is an interesting one so recently at the time of recording um, Avatar 2 is round the corner yep. due out soon autumn October November I think they've probably got their eyes on the, the mm. Christmas top slot um, long awaited of course uh, sequel Disney have unceremoniously binned off the first one from the streaming service without Notifying, you know how a lot of the streaming services, as I say, a lot Netflix, I think Prime do it, and they say this is what's leaving this week or this month, yeah, giving you advance notice about how they're going to refresh the stock and the rest of it. Disney just got rid of Avatar One because uh, I think it's being re-released in some cinemas, yeah, and it makes people want to, I guess, buy the digital copy because they want to get ready for the second film, and that. Uh, it's caused some noise and stir on the internet. Now, of course, as we've already ascertained, people moan about everything on the internet anyway, but it does make you think that actually, at a drop of a hat, anything can go without any little warning. And you have mm. got all of these subscriptions, which you kind of pay for that content on demand. You don't own it, that's the whole point. But then you should also expect some kind of heads up because you pay for that item to be available to you. Yeah. And it throws up kind of an interesting kind of dynamic between, as you, as who was it that wrote in? Uh, that was Dan. Dan said, you know, it is supposed to be cost effective. And yet, yeah, we're, we're triplicating, quadrupling mm. instead of one set top box. Yeah, it's nuts. I mean, I've got Netflix, Disney Plus, and Amazon. Although me and my other half go halves on. Disney mm. and I pay for Netflix she pays for Prime so it's it's, it's, it's a lot of money it and is. then you say you, I've moaned about earlier you know Virgin Media and you're paying for that as well it's just it's a lot it's, it's a lot, lot, lot I mean I could just bid off Virgin Media and I'd happily live off Netflix and uh, you know watch Stranger Things over and over again yeah I'm probably on uh, season 2 of that by the way now mm. there was a misstep in season 2 um often maligned um, you'll know about it when you come towards the end it, it won't spoil it but I won't mention it because you may get to that part of the story mm. and it's character development apparently but it, it feels a little bit weird when they diverge from the main storyline but that's that's the only kind of I think blip on what is really some stellar writing by the um, mm. Duffer Brothers took me a little while to get into it um, so I got my other half into it as well oh good so she's on board so we're watching it together now so I watched the first four episodes couldn't quite get the hype got to episode 6 and I thought oh okay so this is what it's all about mm. ding dang light yeah look forward to getting my teeth into season 2 it only gets better mm. so yeah little segue there um, next up we've got Zach he says Sky Sports News generally oh right mm. didn't say why Grinders Gears but I mean, soccer Saturday shite now. Yeah. Got, got rid of all the good people. Kind of get it. Mm. Uh, next up, we got Claire. She says, "People who keep taking pictures of the temperature 
We all know it's hot, damn it. We do. I mean, of course, we have the heat wave, but it's the same fucking plebs, right? That when it snows, they're out their window taking pictures and yep. putting up on Facebook going, oh, look, it's snowing. Yeah, mate. Not yes. like I haven't got a fucking window either. I can no. fucking see that white shit coming down, you fucking prick. Yeah. No one... We, the weatherman's telling us. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Don't do it. So I get it. It's fine. Don't share the weather. No. We can all see it, feel it, and goddamn, we were melting this week. Well, You're not a meteorologist, so just don't do it. Next up we've got Claudia. Now this is an interesting one. Hmm. Grumpy fans. I know we've sort of touched on, you know, casuals that really annoy us. Mm. This is a more interesting take. The kind that will binge watch a show in two days, then moan it was rubbish or didn't go how they wanted it to. I feel seen right now. Most recently, Lock and Key, the subreddit is toxic. Just stop watching it. You don't like it. Hashtag ran over. Lock and Key is an interesting one. I I love the first season. Have you seen it? I uh, I did start trying to watch it and then never really went it's back. It's a bit slow. It. It's um, it's a great I, concept. A great I do need to revisit. I think it's based on the comics. Uh, I think mm. that is it from Image. It's one of them or Dark Horse. Um, it's a graphic novel series. The first season was slow to get into, but it had a really promise and it it had a great storyline. Second season, I really struggled to get into, mm. and I haven't finished it. I think I don't know if it's been renewed for season three um, so I can kind of relate but yeah I mean why why, why spend all that time and then mm. absolutely clearly there was something there that you wanted there must be something that you enjoyed yeah no, where's, where's the balanced opinion down I mean this is what we do as a podcast right yeah. so when we do a review okay there were things that we didn't enjoy but we try to shit sandwich that bastard mm. you know we we give a positive if there's a negative we put it in the middle and then we end with a positive at least try to anyway if it's it shit was sandwich. shit it was shit yeah and we'll, we'll be honest and we'll tell you why it's shit but I get it that this this thing is it's with any fandom you know we whether it's Marvel football or you know your favourite Netflix show there's always going to be someone that moans it yeah um, I mean Cobra Kai mm. oh my god have you seen the, the uh, new trailer for that I haven't I need to I know it's out oh God, it looks mm. a bit special. I was sick in my pants. Oh, <laughs> gross! <laughs> but expected. Uh, yeah. Anyway, moving on. Uh, I've just completely ruined this episode. Mm. Uh, next up, we got Joel. Um, what about the pricks at the roundabout who decide, even though their exit is blocked, to rather than wait, drive across and block everyone else from getting around? Yeah, that grinds my gears. Selfish. Mm. So we're. All, We've covered it all now, I think, on road users. We've done e-scooters, bikes, and now cars. The holy trinity of, of arseholes. Talking about waiting, right? Mm. The other thing that really bugs me. So, as a, I mean, I learned how to drive in my late 20s. And one thing I've always sort of stuck by that I learned is, like, when you're coming up to, you know, some traffic lights where people cross, obviously, rather than let the traffic sort of build up, and some people just will sit there until the lights go red, and then you've got to walk around that fucker's car because that you're, oh, right, you can yeah, go yeah. across. Just, you know, give that space. You know, it's courtesy. Mm. So if, if there is traffic and I'm coming up to a traffic lights, I'd leave that space where that walkway is. Yeah, because it's, it's a law. 
but it just it does mail in mm. if I'm the pedestrian and I've got a cross and your car's in my in my way I'm crossing motherfucker oh no 100% I've got to get from A to B I ain't got no time to mess around mm. and you're going to wait for me that's right or you're going to be road mm. meat well yeah I mean let's hope they don't mow me down no because if I do survive I'm going to sue them you'll leave a dent yeah not good and next up we've got Chris he says goal music oh right and I'm talking about those fucking teams right when your team scores a goal not Portsmouth because we're decent we don't have goal music no it's these, professional it's these twats that will play goal music it's always the same song they score every week mm. I think Borussia Dortmund do it in Germany okay it's the it's mm. not cool it's not cool. Don't do it. It doesn't sound good because you can't really hear it properly because yeah. the old little old speakers are just tinny. Um, it's quite an old kind of concept, isn't it? Like, it, mm. I didn't even do it in like some of the lower leagues. I remember back in the day, they probably don't do it anymore. When I went to go and see Liverpool and Forest, I think Forest had it, oh. not in Forest. I'm like, or even Coventry. Like, guys, just like, what is this? This I is like the eighties. I take it Liverpool don't have goal music. No. I wouldn't really sort of don't No, we, we clap and cheer, we swear at the opposing side like everyone else does when they score. But there's no music. And sing You Never Walk Alone. It, it's, it, it, it will set the hairs up on the back mm. of your neck when you hear it. It's just phenomenal. Regardless of whether you like football, regardless of whether you support Liverpool or not, when you have, you know, 20,000, whatever, people all singing the same song at the beginning of the game, and actually, invariably, you usually have like forty-five thousand people because every, you know, some of the way fans sing as well. Because it's not, it's a well-known song by Joe and the yeah. Peacemakers. Um, it is just, it's just amazing stuff. Amazing stuff. Yeah, it's a goal music. Not cool. No. Uh, last up from me is Luke. He got very angry, by the way. Um, so people saying Madri is a god-tier beer. Fuck off! It's beer Moretti in a pretty dress. Oh right. Um, I mean I've drunk both I prefer beer and Moretti Madri's alright but in my opinion as a craft beer hipster snob they're not god tier beers no sorry no they're, they're, they're actually quite mainstream now aren't they yeah I've just I mean they're a nice cold refreshing beer when it's hot yeah um, and that's it for me really Total is a god tier beer Star Praman Czech beer yeah old delicious school. yeah it is it's very fantastic nice. beer so. or original Budvar but from Pump in Czech Republic mm. Budfar is lovely but if you want my god tier beer Little Arms Big Ambitions from Stag really good mm. love that wonderful IPA fruity juicy hoppy perfect mm. uh, next he says fuck is it roundabout again we're, this was oh, from right. a group chat so he's linked on from Joel Fuckers at roundabouts who want to go straight over but the left hand lane is busy so they shoot down the right hand right turn only lane and then cut people up in Oof. the sea you fucks yes I, yeah. I, I've seen those people do it and I've also seen other road users deny access to those individuals mm. as they try and get back in and I don't I don't know who's right in that scenario because you should really let people in but yeah, just you know what they've done they're trying to cut cut you up just be a bit courteous I think if you've got someone trying to cut you in but you know yeah, that's the they should be it. doing it anyway mm. And lastly, he says, Joey fucking Barton. 
Um, anyone unfamiliar with Joey Barton? He was a scummy little prick player that played for, I think he played for Man City and yeah. Newcastle. He was always getting fined when he always had red mm. cards. He was, he was quite a nasty bastard. He was a vile, he's just a vile character. Yeah. Um, I recall him raking his studs down one of our players' legs yeah. back in the day when he played for City. Um, I think off the field he did some nasty things, so he stubbed out a cigar on someone's face, if I recall. Charming. Battered one of his teammates in the dressing room. He's just not not a nice person. No. And at the weekend, um, we played Bristol Rovers, who he manages, and he was no better then. Mm. Um, one of his players broke one of our players' legs. Uh, post-interview, didn't acknowledge anything. You know, if it had been our manager, Danny Cowley, he would have said, you know, I hope this player makes a speedy recovery. He'd probably be the first person at the hospital. Mm. Joey Barton, nothing. Nada. He was ripping into the Cowleys, moaning about how playing the 4 4 2 formation is shit. Of course. Well, we beat you 3 1, you fucking prick. Fuck off. I cannot wait till we play Bristol Rovers away. And he will have hell on earth mm. when our fans rock up. And give him some sticks. So that's Joey Barton. Wow. In a nutshell. He's just a nasty little cunt. Yeah. That's it from our from my uh, side, Alex. You got some listeners? Um, <laughs> I don't know how I don't know how I follow up with that. Um so yes, uh we had Jackie first up for me and she said old men with yellow crusty toenails. Mm. Put them away. So guess what with the summer yeah. comes Flip flops. The shorts, the flip flops, the summer weather. Sadly, some people haven't looked after perhaps arguably some of the most important parts of their body mm. which is what you stand on what you move around on uh, and yeah apparently there's some old men around who probably need to attend to those those uh, those digits on, on your feet and yeah. have the crusty toenails it can be a bit of a battle with some of these things I mean there's all kinds talking of... from personal experience or yeah yeah no definitely it's trying to get rid of Toenail fungus is a challenge oh, wow. sometimes. It can come back to haunt you as well, but oh, wow. it is a challenge. But you can treat but, it, right? Oh yeah, it's treatable. You get things on the shelves, get pharmacies. It sorted. There's all kinds of like home remedies you can use, like tea tree oil. There you mm. go. There's a tip. Vic yeah. apparently, um, you know the chest rub. Oh, you can yeah. use that on there as well. That kills off fungus. Lovely. So, little tips to the internet from me, from a, as a personal experience. But I get it. I'm always quite conscious anyway. If I have it, I'm like. Yeah, I'm not going to go out wearing flip flops because people don't need to see my manky feet yeah. anyway. I think feet in, ge- in yeah. general are quite no one should see feet probably. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I think uh, Jackie's talking from uh, seeing a couple of a couple of people who probably should have a little bit more self care. Yeah, hundred percent. Unlike you, Dan, who does look after yourself. I try. We all got to. Um, second one up is cue jumpers, Dan. Now we love queues in the UK. We've talked about this before. We love a good queue. We like the etiquettes. It gives us form and structure, and we all feel comfortable that we know what we're doing. It's like being at a theme park. I'm going to queue up for this roller coaster. I love I'm it. going to wait an hour to get on it. But um, there are people who decide that they don't want to do that. They don't want to play ball, um, and they're better and bigger than you, apparently. Mm. And it's an interesting <laughs> one because if you go to other countries, they don't have perhaps that same kind of value in in social etiquette uh you've been to asia before i've been to asia a couple of times um and there are cultural differences and one of them is queuing it's not a thing nope in certain asian countries 
uh, and it's really it's really difficult to kind of navigate that mm. because you're you're now playing by their rules but there's something quintessentially British about you that goes, oh, this is wrong, and why are yeah. you standing in front of me, and who are you, and why do you... And you get, get all of those feelings, and it's really mm. challenging to go, actually, chill out, put your elbows out, and stand your ground, yeah. or if you don't, if you're not happy, you know, do, do, you know, play by your own rules. But yeah, it's... In this country, we love queuing, but some people just think they're... They're over the buffet. Mm, talking of um, Asian countries, and this isn't a dig at China. Like I remember going there the first back in two thousand eight when I went travelling. It was such a culture shock, mm. and yeah, you try to adapt to this new culture. It's it's quite scary, but equally it was quite exciting. And I loved China. I thought it was a phenomenal country. Mm. And the more I sort of went around, the more I got used to it. And actually, it's, I, I'd love to go back. I I just can't see it happening now. No, same. Yeah. Maybe Hong Kong. Love to go back to Hong Kong. It's like a, an Asian New York. It is, but they've got their own challenges. Yeah, indeed, indeed. But yeah, Q jumpers. Um, next one up is people. This is from Howard. Oh, our friend Howard. Uh, feels a bit xenophobic. People in general. Mm. Uh, and sometimes you do have those days where you just don't want to see another living person. Yeah, aside from that. perhaps people that you cohabit with um, but yeah um, there's arguments say that just people can get in the sea yeah no I'd agree with that I think we've covered a lot of people in this a episode. lot of our problems are people related aren't they let's face it um, this one's very niche um, it's from Twitter when someone is listening to a good ass song and I go to Shazam and it ends yeah struggle's real it is and it's always literally how quick can you get to your mobile and start pressing that button mm. before the the, the the track ends. I don't use Shazam anymore. I mean, on my phone, no? I've got Google. I say, okay, Google, what song is this? Oh, it right. does the job for yeah. me. So. Oh, she's working. There you go. Oh, she's trying to listen now. Uh, it's okay, Google. Because I've got Google Home, so she's also listening to us now. Lovely. Yeah. Everything's connected. There you go. This is real life shit happening right now. Hey Google. Stop. See, we got to talk very politely. We obviously sound very similar because my phone just went. Oh, I'm going to start listening again. Oh really? Yeah. Mm. Beautiful. There we go. Um, so yes, uh, people is obviously a problem. Oh uh, no, Shazam. Sorry. Um, this one Vanish. Dentists. You've had a couple of dentist trips Ooh, in, in recent yeah. times. You never meet a poor dentist. And I mean that in no. the sense of they are quite rich. Cha-ching! <laughs> um, this one's very niche, though. When a dentist wants to start a conversation with you, but he has his tools in your mouth. Now, I'm sure that's not a euphemism, and mm. he's, he's digging around. But don't you find that the dentists go, okay, so blah, 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 and you're like, oh, look, 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 look. Get get a fucking drill out of my mouth, or don't don't ask me a question. Mm. Apart from, is that okay or does that hurt? Don't say you know. Go into an in, in depth conversation when you know you got my mouth with one person with a sucker, yeah, and the other one running away. You know that's this isn't going to be a conversation that either of us no. going to enjoy. To be fair, I um I don't have that problem. My dentist, she's very good, and it's either a thumbs up or a thumbs down or a hand up. Ah, it's easy, see. Um, I tell what, uh, I had to have a small filling back in February, only a small one, and she said, "Oh, you're not going to need 
an injection for this. It's just gonna be a quick hole and I'm gonna fill it in. Oi, oi. But if you feel any pain, you know, raise your hand. Mm. And I tell her, she's drilling into this hole oh. to, to prep and must have hit a nerve or something because I'd suddenly spazzed. Wow. Uh, my legs twitching and I was like, yeah. She was like, oh, I'm done now. I was like, thank fuck for that. Bit late. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But as soon as she hit whatever it was, probably, a, like I say, a nerve, my arm went straight up and she was like, I'm done now. Oh. Yeah. Thanks for that. She knew what she was doing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, dentists, what in the chat when there's loads of stuff in your mouth? Uh, and the last one, the last one's quite a good one. Uh, obviously, it's uh, grind their gears. Um, is your baby good? I assume that uh, I know Sally's recently had a child, so congratulations, Sally. Um, is your baby good? Nah, mate. They held up a bank yesterday. So I think I think her, well, the point she's getting at is people are saying, you know, is having a Does how, your child how's behave? Your, how's your child? Is everything okay? Which is customary to say, how's the kids? Hmm. If you've got kids. Um, obviously she's been asked that question too many times and actually really how different can their situation be mm. apart from they're not okay or they're okay but I think she's she's obviously uh, been asked that question far too many times yeah wow I mean I can't answer that because yeah. so I don't have kids you have a cat but though I, I how's really... your cat he's alright it's not the same one is it no how's your cat well he's alright he's a lazy little shit um, and he's a pest mm. but I love him there you so, go. That's all that matters. That's all you need to know. Sounds like kids. Um, so yes, we've got to the end of the listeners. I'm looking forward to volume three next year. Oh, there's going to be sure a lot of we'll old ground. There'll be something new. Yeah. More pricks clapping on a plane. Yeah. More more road rage. Twats on road scooters. users. Yeah. But Plenty more to look forward to. But I mean, if we list, missed any. Or you want to still get involved, guys? Look, we don't have to wait. We can mm. add a couple on to the next episode. We'll just bolt it on. We could do that. Indeed. I don't know what we're doing for our next episode. I think we were going to do Mandela Effect Volume Two, perhaps. Oh right. Do some more research. Yeah. Because in the last episode we did drop um, uh, strange world, strange mysteries, didn't we? Yeah, that was a good episode. That's really good. Um, which is in the same vein as Mandela Effect and conspiracy theories and folklore yeah folklore urban legends, urban legends and all that good stuff so yes um, perhaps Dan go go back and listen make yeah. sure we don't repeat ourselves I think so back to 2019 it's a good episode I say it came about from Conspiracy Theories Volume 1 and a listener wrote and said can you talk about the Mandela effect and then of course it just ends up being its own thing it's an absolute mind bender it starts to make Brilliant. you question your own reality it does in a lot of ways I love those things but yeah we will not might do, might do a volume two um, but then again if someone else has got a recommendation and get in contact and mm. we can have a look and see how we can squeeze it in but yeah. we've got some contact details down how can people get in contact we are on Facebook Twitter and Instagram at on the topic pod uh, we've got Gmail which is on the topic podcast at gmail.com and if you follow any of our socials there is a link to anchor where you can leave us a voice message much like some of our previous listeners like Howard uh, and we've got uh, WordPress WordPress yes our website uh, all lowercase all one word on the topic podcast at wordpress.com very simple once you go there you'll see our ugly mugs you'll see our bios you'll see uh, links to our affiliate content provider Joey and his lovely garments which Dan's wearing one today mm. um, 
uh, our newsletter you can sign up to and if you don't have a podcast player of preference you can stream all of our back catalogue uh, from the website so it's a, it's a wonderful place to go go have a look go um, go have a rummage and see what's on our website yeah indeed some good stuff out there and hopefully we'll try and get onto YouTube at some point I need to get off my lazy ass and do some artwork for some videos do me a banner do a banner and then uh, yeah. we'll be on YouTube we sorted everything else out we just need to get the videos done and I need to get off my lazy ass and get some artwork done for these videos we'll get it done I'll do it it's fine some when somehow some way it'll happen we'll get it through yeah but by god that has ended another ranty sweary episode loved it um, I might uh, go fight an e-scooter rider in a minute on my way home I've been Dan uh, and I'm telling you to back the fuck up because you're too close to me I'm Alex and we'll see you next time Bye.